You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Veshem Israel 5783, 2023. This week's Parsha is Parsha Svaschanon. And Moshe Rabbeinu tells us, It was very important to Moshe Rabbeinu, to Moses, to separate three cities on the eastern side of the Jordan River, three cities that would be cities of refuge, Lanus Shomaretzeach, when a person would unintentionally murder, unintentionally kill another person, it was clearly not done with any premeditation, he didn't hate him from before, he will have an opportunity, the ability to run to one of these three Aramiklat, these three cities of refuge, and he will be able to live. We find there's the concept of the Goyal Hadam, when someone is killed, even if it's unintentional. So, the Goyal Hadam, the redeemer of the blood, a relative of the person who was murdered, he's allowed to go and kill the murderer, even if it was done unintentionally. Now, once the murderer, the unintentional murderer, reaches the city of refuge, he is safe. And the Goyal Hadam, the Redeemer of the blood is not allowed to kill the murderer. Now the Medrash tells us here, Why was it so important for Moshe Rabbeinu to make sure that these three cities were set aside? These cities wouldn't come into effect, wouldn't be available for unintentional murderers until after the Kibush Haaretz, after the land was conquered, take another 14 years between the actual Kibush and the and the distribution of the land. Why was Moshe insistent upon creating these cities of refuge at this time before he passed away? Moshe Rabbeinu had experienced something in the past where he needed refuge because he had killed someone. Whoever has tasted the food knows the taste. What was the circumstance? Kisharg Moshe Sa Mitzri Yatsabiya Mashani Umatsaladasan Vilaviram Marivin Zemze. Moshe Rabbeinu, about a hundred years before this before they came into the land of Israel, when he was a young boy. So he killed the Egyptian who had been on the verge of killing a Jew. So he came out on the second day and he found Dasan and Aviram fighting with each other. The Pesach says he came out on the second day. Right, it was Dasan who embarrassed Moshe Rabbeinu and said, are, are you going to kill me? Right, Moshe saw these two people arguing and he said to them, why are you fighting? Why are you, why are you trying to strike your friend? Now word got back to Pharaoh. That Moshe Rabbeinu had killed somebody. He had killed an Egyptian. So Paro had seen many things that Moshe Rabbeinu had done. As a child, he lived in the palace. And as a child, he had done many things which indicated that he was the ultimate Goyal. He was going to be the ultimate redeemer of the Jewish people. Paro, for whatever reasons, didn't say anything until now. But at this moment, when he came to one of the Egyptians being killed by Moshe, 
He said, look, I was quiet until now. When it comes to the fact that Moshe is killing somebody, killing an Egyptian, grab him. Okay, so Moshe Rabbeinu indeed had killed someone. He had done it to prevent the death of a Jew. So he had done it, right? There's a halacha that you're allowed to kill someone who's coming to kill you, prevent the death of a Jew. Nevertheless, he needed to escape. The Pesach says, he ran away from in front of Pharaoh. So what's the story? The Medrash tells us, what's the story? What happened? That Moshe Rabbeinu needed to run away from in front of the face of Pharaoh, it sounds like. So it was a really close call. Moshe Rabbeinu... He was found guilty. And they had brought him to the, gu- the guillotine to chop off his head. And the executioner taken the sword about to chop off the head of Moshe Rabbeinu. A miracle happened. Moshe Rabbeinu should have been killed. But his neck became solid like like shayish like uh, marble. The Pasuk says about Klal Yisrael, and Moshe Rabbeinu, of course, includes all of the souls of Klal Yisrael. In Shir Hashirim, the Song of Songs, Solomon, King Solomon says that your neck is like an ivory tower. And this indicates right, a migdal is always, a tower is always something that human being constructs to protect himself. So there's an aspect of protection that Moshe Rabbeinu had miraculously. Hashem protected him that he shouldn't be killed. His neck became as strong as marble. Not only that, says Rabbi of Yasser, not only was Moshe Rabbeinu protected from death, that his neck became hard, but what happened was the the executioner took the sword and was trying to kill Moshe Rabbeinu and instead it bounced back and it killed the executioner. Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem saved me from the sword of Pharaoh. There is the Medrash is making a drasha. I was saved, but someone else was not saved from the from the sword. The executioner was killed. So, as the Mephorshim explained, everyone saw a head fall of a person who was dead. They thought it was Moshe Rabbeinu, that it was his head, but instead it was the executioner's head. So Moshe was able to escape. Another explanation of what happened, how he was able to escape. Malach Yora says that there was a Malach, an angel that came. The angel took on the image. It looked like Moshe Rabbeinu. And because the angel went in for the execution, Moshe was able to escape. In any event, however it was that he escaped, he escaped miraculously, and that's kind of the point. Not kind of, it is the point. In the Ir Miklat, in the city of refuge, 
we see that Hashem allows for, creates a possibility for the unintentional murderer to be able to escape, to be able to find a place of refuge. Moshe Rabbeinu, when he killed, as he was supposed to do, the Egyptian, he needed to escape. He needed divine intervention in order for him to be able to have refuge, to get to, to Yisro, to find his wife Zipporah. So too Moshe Rabbeinu understood the necessity, the importance for someone who kills unintentionally, or who, in, in, in this case it's unintentional, to be able to escape and find refuge, to be able to have a place as Hashem commands, a place where Hashem uh, uh, gives that person a place to escape to. Rabbi Yeshua says something amazing. Now listen, there's so much to learn here in this Medrash. Because when we talk about the, the fact that Hashem is saving Moshe Rabbeinu from certain death as a result of the murder that he did. And when we talk about these things, we understand that it also teaches us something about the mistakes that we have made the situations that we find ourselves in, and how Hashem gives us an opportunity to escape from them, right? A person, you know, a, an unintentional murderer, there's, there's nothing ter- more terrible than that. Think about it. A person kills somebody else, another human being by accident. It can happen today. Someone recently just told me a story. Someone killed somebody, uh, ran them over in a car. The person was killed instantly. What a terrible situation. Terrible guilt. But Hashem offers the unintentional murderer a place of refuge, not just from the girl, Hadam, the, the one who is to redeem the blood of the murdered, but also from the person, for the person who has done something wrong himself, right? How does it happen that a person causes the death of another human being? We find Hashem, we find that our Chazal tell us, that Hashem causes good things to happen through good people. Hashem causes negative things to happen because the person needs to experience this. There's something negative that they may have done. There's some tikkun, some rectification that they need to go through. We should never know such a problem. But the depth of it is, as I understand it, is that each and every one of us has things that we've done that we're not proud of. Each and every one of us has done a virus. We've hurt people around us. We have caused spiritual damage to ourselves, to others. But there's something called a city of refuge. And there's a way, Hashem has set up a way for each and every one of us to fix the things that we have broken. Now listen to what happens as Moshe Rabbeinu runs away. And this I think is very much emblematic of how this idea can apply to us. Look at the miracles that Hashem did for Moshe when it was time when he had to run away because he had killed the Egyptian. The officers of power they were running after Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe had to escape. They became mute. They became deaf, they became blind. They weren't able to see him, they weren't able to locate him. Those who were able to see him couldn't speak, they couldn't say where he was. Those who could have seen him weren't able to see because 
they became blind. Moshe was able to escape. He was able to run away. He was given the opportunity to seek refuge through a miracle. Now what's interesting is, When Hashem wanted Moshe Rabbeinu to go and save the Jewish people, to be the Goyal, to be the Redeemer, Moshe said, I can't, I can't speak. I'm not, a, I'm not an amazing orator. I'm not a, I'm, I don't have the ability to say the things that need to be said. I don't have that smoothness of speech. You don't remember what I did? When you needed to escape, when you needed to be redeemed, what happened to the officers of Pharaoh? Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, you think you can't speak, but who's the one who gives the ability to speak to the human being? What? When it came to taking away the speech of those officers, when you needed to run away, they should be able to tell on you, I did it. I took care of you. When it comes to redemption, I'm good at that, so to speak. I know how to save you. You think that I can't help you to speak in order to redeem my people? In order to redeem the Jewish people? So, in reading this Medrash, it seems to me that the Medrash is telling us something amazing, something deep. And that is that Moshe Rabbeinu, his redemption, his escape, his seeking of refuge, which Hashem allowed and made possible through a miraculous manner, represents and is emblematic of the future redemption of the Jewish people which would happen many years later and it's also representative of our redemption our individual redemption and our national redemption Hashem promises us that when it comes to redeeming us when it comes to us escaping from the mire of sin when it comes to us escaping from the mire of our involvement and and being stuck in exile amongst the nations of the world, when we seek refuge, when we want redemption, it's going to come in a way which is unfathomable, which is supernatural. The Medrash goes on to give us a number of different examples, of situations, of great sages, of great tzaddikim, of great righteous individuals who were trapped. They were trapped. Now the Medrash tells us that, you know, sometimes you can have someone who is your protector. Sometimes you can have somebody who is your guarantor, who takes care of you, who makes sure that everything goes well for you. Who is your patron? That's actually the word the Medrash uses. You have a human being, so sometimes their parents aren't available for them, sometimes the parents have died, some, whatever it is, situations that require a patron, that a person has someone who will take care of them, who will represent them, who will protect them. But let's say the individual who has this patron, who has this protector, somehow is caught. He's caught by the judges. He's caught by the law. 
was caught by the cops. He ends up in jail. They go and they tell the patron, they say, the one who you're in charge of is, is stuck. He's been caught. There's a million dollar bail. So, if the guy, you know, if it's like a lower, a menial crime, so then the patient will go and take care of the guy. But if, let's say, the the person is being taken out to be killed, let's say he's been of Misa, he's been he's been found guilty of death. But that patron can't help him. I can't. The protector can't protect him from the death penalty. But Hashem is not this way. Hashem is different than this. The angels of glory, they, the angels of Hashem, they said to Hashem, Moshe, your, your, your house member, one of the members of your household, has been caught. He said, I'm there. Hashem says, I'm there. They said, He's been caught. He's been sentenced. He's, they're taking him out to be killed. Hashem doesn't back off because he's Chayav Mis. Hashem says, that's it. I'm there. I'm going to protect him. Right? This is what the Pesach says. Hashem is there to protect us. Even though we're Chayav Misa, Moshe Rabbeinu is protected. And the Pasuk goes on, the Medrash goes on to talk about Daniel, who was thrown into the, the Goiva Arayos, he was thrown into the lion's den. And still Hashem was there to protect him and save him. Also by Hanani Mishal Vazarya, thrown into the, thrown into the fire. Or oh, actually, I'm sorry, it's not, it says Avram Avinu. Abraham was thrown into the fire. Hashem went to save him. Yoyna Hanavi was thrown into the belly of the fish. Hashem went to save him. So Hashem is there for us. And I will say again, Hashem is there for us when we have fallen to the mire of sin, the mire of Gullus, the mire of, of needing to be redeemed from the nations of the world. Hashem is pulling us out. Hashem is drawing us home. Hashem is saying, here there's a place of refuge in Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel. Return again to the land of your soul. Don't stay stuck out there in Gullahs. Don't stay stuck. Come home. And I'd like to just read to you the end of the Medrash, the last few lines. It's a final lesson, an important lesson. Hashem offers us refuge. Do we appreciate the refuge? Do we appreciate that Hashem is ready to save us? Do we appreciate that the miracles are happening all around us? Do we appreciate it? Moshe Rabbeinu sings Shira. Pasuk says, Az Yavdil Moshe. The word Az means then. Just like it says, Az Yashir Moshe. It says that after Moshe Rabbeinu and Klal Yisrael experienced the salvation at the Sea of Reeds, they went through the Yamsuf on dry land. They sang a song. Moshe Rabbeinu also sang a song when he recognized. And sometimes it takes a long time to recognize it. It was a, approximately a hundred years later after Hashem had saved Moshe Rabbeinu. 
that he separated these cities and he had a he had a the light bulb went off nafala asimon like they say in, in Hebrew it registered for him wow Hashem saved me then I have to make sure that I give an opportunity to save those unintentional murderers now and he sang a song when he recognized that he was saved that the opportunity for salvation was there Hashem miraculously helped him and Hashem was opening up the opportunity for others to be miraculously saved and to have a place of refuge. He sang. He sang a song. Rabbi says, he sang. He sang then, at the beginning. He sang when he was, when he was saved. He sang a song. The Pazik says, he sat at, at the, he lived where Yisro was near that near that uh, near the well, just like Klal Yisrael said said a song at the Be'er at the well, so too they recognized that the well gave them sustenance. Moshe Rabbeinu also sang when he recognized that the well gave him sustenance. He recognized that Hashem, who is the Be'er, who is the source of our lives, the source of our sustenance. So, Rabbi Levi says that he sang at the time, a hundred years later, when he recognized the salvation that he had, that was the salvation that was offered to those who kill unintentionally. He recognized the salvation that he had when he had killed someone. So sometimes you recognize the salvation right away, and sometimes it takes a hundred years to recognize the salvation. But the point is, you gotta sing. You gotta sing, you gotta look for and recognize what's been going on here for a hundred years in the land of Israel. 2023, over the last hundred years plus, Kodesh Baruch Hu has offered us a place of salvation. Do we recognize? You know, I read, I read the Mishpacha magazine recently. It was a whole section about the dangers of how in New York, the liberals are chasing after the Jews, stopping them from doing parts of mitzvahs, bris, bris They're trying to enforce upon them their educational standards, teach them terrible liberal ideals that are completely antithetical to Torah values. But do we hear the message that we don't belong there? We don't belong in New York. We don't belong in California. We don't belong in Los Angeles. We don't belong in Australia, in South Africa, in South America. We don't belong in Europe. Do we recognize that it's Hashem speaking to us and saying, you got to get out of here. They're trying to kill you. Yes, you have a neck of stone. You have a hard neck. We're going to fight back against them. But don't you realize you got to run away? Don't you realize you sat through a Tishabov you sat and you mourned and you cried over the Beis Hamikdash, the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. But here it is, about to be rebuilt. Don't you want to be there for it? Don't you recognize this is the place of salvation? If you want to know where you're going to be able to remain, it's going to be Eretz Yisrael. The mount, the mountain of Zion, is the place of refuge. Do we recognize that? Do we experience that? Do we take that to heart? Hashem is ready to do the miracles for us. But are we going to run away? Are we going to run to that place of refuge? Are we going to stay 
in a place where the sword threatens us. I believe that part of the message of what we go through on Tisha B'Av and part of the message of what Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching us here, Az Yavdil Moshe, Az Yavdil Moshe, he sees, it's, it's not even the time yet, but he already sees that we need that place of refuge. It's not even the time of, that we've completely conquered Eretz Yisrael with Moshe Rabbeinu. And yet he sees the need for a place of refuge. He sees it already at the cusp as we stand on the border of Eretz Yisrael. Here we are on the border of Mashiach. It's time to recognize that we need to come to the place of refuge. We need to return to Eretz Yisrael. We need to return to the place that Hashem promises that He's going to protect us come what may. Hashem should bless you. I ask you to bless me. Hashem should bless us all. That we should be able to recognize the opportunity that is there for us to run. To run. To be redeemed from our sins, through tshuva, through repentance, from the darkness of gullus, the darkness of exile, which we don't have to be there anymore. Hashem should help us to recognize that it's time to come home. Hashem should help us to, to open our eyes and see the place of refuge that He has set up for us here in Eretz Yisrael. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.